It's all good. Go ahead. Hello. <laughs> We're going to try this again. Um, I thought he had pressed the button. Hello, my name is Jamie. Thank you so much for being here with us this morning, evening, or afternoon. We are so excited to be here with you tonight, morning or afternoon, to talk on our podcast. <laughs> this is an open oh invitation to oh future guests. Um, my name is Jamie. We're you here. Said it oh, sorry. Are you recording right yes. now? Oh my god. Um, my name is Jamie. We are here with Stacy and Singer in the studio. And today we're going to be talking about serial killers. Hooray! Stacy, what do you think about serial killers? I don't know how this starts. Dude, you don't know how to start a conversation? Hey. Man. Gosh, serial killers are crazy. Do you think that? Okay, in five, four, are you recording or not? Yeah, it's recording. Okay. Um, anyway, welcome to another episode of Omnipotent Idiots. Uh, we're all here. Um, Holy fuck, are we? <laughs> this is a question I ask myself. I know we, we we did an episode talking about serial killers before, but obviously this is like an ongoing thing did forever. We? I think we did talk no, about No, we did them. conspiracy theories, but I don't think that we did serial killers. No, because it's still Who on the board. Yeah. yeah, it's still on the board. Ooh, I cannot wait to check that off the list later. That's going to be the best part yeah. of the whole day. For those of you guys no, who don't know. No, your mouth is going to be the best part of the day. You say that? I haven't even smelled one good smell in this fucking house. So. There's allegedly You were struggling cooking That's... white rice with a recipe from your mom that called for water and rice. So, yeah. so the not... ancestral recipe was passed down. Yeah. Generations all the way from California. Look, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care who you are. The majority of people these days, unless you have a rice cooker, don't really cook rice like that other than like Hispanic community. They, I do. You cook rice yes, like that? Yes, I cook rice all the time. Basmati rice. Yellow yeah. rice for me. I'm a yellow rice gal. Bitch, you ain't special. <laughs> no, I, I eat rice, but I normally eat like Coos the Coos microwave bags. Okay, well, I'm gl- glad Welcome you're tackling Welcome to a today. tiny smidgen of culture. Yeah, fuck both of y'all. All right, so anyway. <laughs> not with your basic-ass taste buds. <laughs> Whoa, stinger by stinger, not even two minutes in. Three we were, uh, so we, we were talking beginning. about erotica, and Jamie brought up she has a serious attraction to serial killers. <laughs> so, that is slander. That is rival and slander. Okay, that, okay. Because if anybody has the uh, sexual attraction to serial killers. Singer. <laughs> no. I mean, Eileen, Eileen could get it. Like in her younger days, Eileen Warnos. Oh. She's just a fucking, she's a rabid beast, bro. Singer looks like he wants to tame a beast right now. He's like, fucking, that's a bronco you gotta break. His you pupils got wide. <laughs> the dimples came out. The dabs. <laughs> Whoa. Anyway, um, so yeah. So I'm to to so appease Jamie's sexual attraction, wow. we uh excited to talk about serial killers today. All right. So I found some stuff that I looked up today. Uh, so according to Scientific American, there are twenty to fifty operating serial killers in the uni- in the United States uh, at any given year, and they are responsible for about one hundred fifty murders a year. 
Well, I mean, Samuel Little was one of those for the past, what, fucking 60 years? Yeah. You know? Like, so that that's just, you know, one right there that counts every year. You know what I mean? So when you get these long-running spans like these that. These career like, criminals. Like your BTK. So, you, so during that whole time period, you have all these dudes that got caught because it's a recent phenomenon. Mm-hmm. So everyone that you can name, fucking Ramirez, Dahmer, Bundy, all those guys fall into that same time frame. Those the, those time frames overlap a lot. You know. Well, what that's saying? what I'm saying. Even though, but that's they're, they're saying like even, still plenty. As even right now, mm-hmm. that there's yeah they're still doing 150 a year. And then they were talking about how you know the, that are killing 150 people per year. Yeah, as of right oh, now. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I this didn't is catch that part. I yeah. knew like the 20 to 50 operating, but I didn't realize they were resulting in 150 yeah. kills per year. But they were saying, uh, like, so the, the mainstream ones it, you hear about all the time are, like, white males. But they were like, hey, don't get it twisted. They said uh, up to 17% of serial killers are women. Hmm. And up to 20% are African American. They Yeah, they just don't typically fit the same... Like, profile? Um, yeah, profile or, like, motive, yeah. right? Because your, your white male serial killer is going to be more... Uh, predominantly sexually driven, like deviant sexual uh, driven, and then you have um, your women are typically going to be financial based or um, like a like domestic a, abuse. Yeah, situation. like a black widow sort of situation. Yes, yes, yes. Um, typically going to be poisoning. Ladies' um, crime. Again, with your um, sexual deviancy crimes, you're going to have, like, stabbing, mutilation, that type of shit. It's going to be very hands-on. Not very much shooting, because that's too far removed. Are you destroying your evidence, sir? What's going on over there? What you're, what you're, you're being so weird. What's, what's going on? Give us on? that paper. Give me that paper right now. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. need to see that, sir. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my Smith. God. He just ate a paper. <laughs> he just ate a piece of paper. Give me the paper. intent on swallowing it. <laughs> give me the paper. <laughs> Oh wow, this is commitment. It doesn't even. It was just my notes. I didn't need that page. It was the way you were treating it made it very. I was trying to be quiet about it so it wouldn't be picked up. No, while you went about it after reading. According to Scientific American, there are twenty-five African American. Welcome. That was not quiet at all. That was so quiet, unquiet. It was distracting. I apologize for distracting uh, you, but Singer was intent on his story and was fine. He didn't seem fine. Anyways, what were we talking about? Uh, a cool, but but see what they were saying with like you were talking about like the Motives. sexual deviancy and everything. Yes. They were saying that your modern day serial killers aren't your recluse, like. You know, they they aren't the the weird guy from around the corner that you think about. They're, they say the they're, profiles they're, expanded. Yeah, the profiles expanded to someone that's actually being able to keep a job and, and taking care of. Well, things, that's the part a of being life. able to be a serial killer Doing over an extended time. period of time without getting caught, because otherwise you're just a fucking murderer. Yeah. You know, what I mean, if you're sloppy, of course you have to be able to like blend in to be able to accomplish because. So the FBI's definition is three or more in different locations um, over 
you know, a period of time with a cooling down mm-hmm. period that lasts anywhere from, you know, weeks to years. So, uh, sorry, what, how did we, <laughs> go ahead, bro. No, I'm saying how did we get to that? What did, with the cooling off period? Well, you were talking about the definition well, that's, yeah, that's, of the way the FBI defines a serial killer and it being three or more murders, cool off period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you don't time. make it to three or more, that was my thing. Like if you don't, if you don't have, you have to be able to blend in to get those more than three and have that sustained period of time where you don't get caught. Because a lot of them have like a six month cool down period. You know what I mean? But a lot of murders you know, get solved within the first yeah. six months. Once it gets past that... The first you know, 48, they made a whole yeah, show Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feels you. But see, what was fucked up, I, so I um, was doing research today, and I was like, all right, well, we all know about the, you know, the ones that get caught all the time, so I was looking up some that haven't got caught. Mm-hmm. Mm. And what fucked me up, though, is I found one, and... You found them? No, no. Like through twenty-three and me. No. <laughs> so like Your we, we dad were talking is about the like, Atlanta child murderer. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> he went down to the store for a pack of cigarettes. Always with the cigarette. <laughs> He's a heavy smoker. Why but, do you think he has to go down there so much? He so never makes a it carton. back. There was one. Uh, Jesus Christ! There was one. We always think about just like saying the, he fits the profile. Think about it. The uh, we always talk about like the numbers of serial killers in the United States, and we always think of those numbers as high. Like Samuel Little's been linked to over sixty confirmed. Oh yeah, dude. Now. But like Russia and South American killers, fuck. Like, Hunt, like I found one because is, uh, because their criminal justice system isn't the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't have like the hard <coughs> fucking evidence, like the forensic evidence, or like. That type of money, typically. And so it's typically in, like, impoverished areas where these guys kill, like, fucking 400 kids and yeah. shit. Like yeah. So this guy, so from starting starting from 1969 all the way up to possibly 2002. What's his name? Uh, Pedro Lopez. Oh, well, he uh, raped specific. and strangled uh, over 309 to 12-year-old girls. In what part of the world? Uh, Colombia, Peru, and Ecuador. Over how long? Uh, from 69 to possibly 02. Yeah. Like, shit's nuts. You just fucking... I mean, they, like, travel. You know what I mean? In in those type of situations, it's typically, like, a traveler. Yeah. Um. So, oh, God. What was the dude in Russia who... There was, there was this Russian guy who was riding the trains um he had like a a job where he basically traveled around and would grab people off the fucking um train stations while he was like traveling for work and shit so he had like an alibi for why he was traveling Mm -hmm. um but it made him harder to capture because you know you those jurisdictions aren't talking yeah, to each other. Yeah. I think that's Especially where... Especially in that time frame. And, you know, even now in places where they don't have, like, internet, you know, widely available, 
those situations that you run into. I think you brought up a good or a point. collective database of evidence, or about, even like in these rural towns, somebody could bounce around to like bumfuck Egypt, Georgia, yeah. kill somebody, yeah. then go into the bayou of Louisiana. But we have a national database that that those things go into if the right people notice them. Yeah, yeah. you had some. I did. Go ahead. I don't remember. Fuck. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I felt like we cut you off like 10 times. You did. Right? It was okay. But then I like held on to it. And then at one point I was like. Just, yeah. I just, I just never really thought about like numbers like that. And I, I mean, you, you, you do make, yeah. you, it makes sense what you're saying. Mm. Those kind of numbers feel impossible in America. Yeah. Like, with the, with the surveillance and like just. You know, mass surveillance. Not and... really. I don't. I don't think because I like think about it like this too. Like if you wanted, yeah, to... yeah, absolutely. Because that dude has three hundred. There's ton. There's you know ten more. Yeah. That are in that same situation, and America's highest currently confirmed with Samuel is like sixty three. Sixty. So and... yeah, I think that absolutely speaks to our criminal justice system and the frequent, you know. Uh, like tracking down of these cases and surveillance and technology because mm-hmm. that's a big part of it uh, you said all the way back to like 1969 with this person like just the advances that we've made technologically um, well, we yeah, can the never know that we've made up here but in Colombia <clears throat> and Peru and they, they don't, they're not I mean depending on where you're at in Colombia they don't have none of that shit they just got motherfuckers with nightsticks <laughs> <laughs> It's not that big and not and that And half the time, the fucking, they're the killer. You know yeah. what I mean? The killer's Ooh. like a fucking cop or some shit. Yeah, a crooked cop. <coughs> and most of those, I mean, those are all high drug uh, countries. So, yeah. you know, the guy could be linked in with a cartel bouncing around and doing whatever the fuck he wants. Also interesting, like, just geographically, the fact that you could get to three different countries so quickly and relatively easy is different than... And there's so many, like, low population areas. You know what I mean? There's just all these little jankety fucking towns Mm -hmm. all over. And you just fucking bounce village to village. Just raping and murdering. Like a pirate. Like a real 21st century pirate. Land pirate. Yeah, butt pirate. Whoa, that's Stacy. <laughs> real swashbuckler, if oh, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, uh, not to make light of this very serious situation. No, we're just trying to make fun of Stacy. Yeah, just a regular every every day making fun of Stacy. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we brought up the name Samuel Little a couple times, and he is currently the highest. Confirmed kill count. Yep. Just beat out um, Gary Ridgeway. Yeah. Who was, what, the Green River Killer, I think uh, was his alias? Yeah. I, I got some. It says, uh, Samuel Little, 79 years old, and is currently serving three consecutive life sentences in California for the murder of three women. But he hadn't really been saying anything about anything. And now he's starting to, uh, apparently... His, his health is failing, and somebody uh, from the Texas Rangers went to see him and asked him uh, about if, his connection to another murder. And this motherfucker just started telling about everything. And this motherfucker, if you like serial killers and you like artwork, uh, 
Yeah, he's been. Uh, they've he's been, been identifying his victims through, through pictures that he's drawn in his cell of the women that he's murdered. Well, he will oh. draw the picture and will put a date of when he killed them and the area that it happened. Yeah. So Gary Ridgway had like forty-eight. Uh, the one I, I the one I seen was forty-nine. Said he had forty-nine confirmed. Yeah, I don't know. This is just Wikipedia. This oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, initially convicted of forty-eight, and then. Added another one. Yep. Yeah, so he's... Oh, he's second most. So he, who beat him? Unless... Oh, they probably just went in and changed it. So since, Samuel uh, Little. Yeah. yeah, because it's Wikipedia and they got that kind of time. Well, he's, uh, he's confessed to over 90 and has, I think he said 63 confirmed now. Yeah. Yep. From all over the country. And what else do I have here? What time frame was this? Oh. Not to like quiz you, but this was from like. He's been operating for like sixty years. How how old? Is He's he? seventy nine. Yeah. So, so I want to say this started like in the seventies. Nah, dude. Or the way 80s? earlier than that. Way was earlier it? than that. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember exactly when he said it started. I didn't. I didn't get that note. Do, do, do. Well, we're gonna look it up for you. Yeah. But yeah, he's uh. So we're number. Dap it up, girl. Black folks are number one because he's black. Oh, oh but yeah, yeah. There's a so going warrior. against the profile. Yeah. Or what is commonly? Would you like to see him? Well, that's awesome. not true because um, typically they don't cross racial lines. So a lot of times, if you have a black victim, you're going to have a black um, killer. Killer. Yes. Typically, however, there are notable cases. Switch hitters. Yes. Particularly, um, like, Dahmer, who went after, like, um, black and... He was, like, racist, but but because he was, like, in love with, like, people of color. So, like, uh, Filipinos, Asians, and um, blacks, and, like, Latinos was Dahmer's thing. Okay. Um, so he was one of the few to cross. Looks like a grandpa, doesn't he? Never, never met him, so... Yeah. Definitely does not look like intimidating. Well, yeah. hold on, hold on. Here's I mean, I can see how he looks. You mean his younger fuck. picture? The younger okay. guy looks more menacing to me. Something in the eyes I don't trust, and I'm never gonna trust someone I still with that facial there. I still wouldn't. He's got like a mustache a and a killer, landing though. strip. It's hard on for the me. To oh, here's some of his drawings of uh, the interesting. Oh, they do look. A lot of them look pretty similar, though. Yeah. But if that was, like, your sister, you would know. You think? Possibly. If that was a picture of Sweetie, you'd think you'd know. <laughs> In a pile of other people's Sweeties? Yeah. Okay. That's what I call my sister, Sweetie. Yeah. Or Sweetie. Yeah, sorry to make that personal. Sweetie. She did a mud run today. Yeah, go Sweetie. I'm sure she, I'm sure she listens to the podcast. <laughs> Probably she does never like podcasts. Have you mentioned it to her? Oh, actually, I think I did because you didn't. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that happened. I think I snapped it to her. Snapping with sweetie. Snapping with sweetie. When I was growing up, when I was younger, um, the serial killer that was like very relevant to my mom and my sisters was the son of Sam. Yeah. Um, it was the part of the world we lived in, so it was all happening in New York. Um, dark hair, shoulder length. Um, they had, like, just come off of that. Specifically, his victims were females with 
dark hair that was shoulder length. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I remember like that being a thing um, when I was younger, and it just felt, even though it was uh, years after, not many, but enough. Um, Son of Sam was like a big uh, relevant. You know, thing it's in my funny life that he's one of the few that got. Um, I think he got an insanity plea. Okay. Or, like, you know, they based it. They. I think it did because and, they were talking about that on, the, on, on Mindhunter. Yeah. yeah. But essentially, later it kind of came around that he was, but like, faking it. He got, um, he got an insanity plea because supposedly his neighbor's dog was telling him to kill people. But for so long, that's been the tagline. That's yeah. where the name Son of Sam comes from. Okay. Okay, so everybody calling him Son of Sam rather than his name, David Berkowitz, that's the the whole media and the public running with this giant fish tale that he told everyone when really he's just a fucked up individual that wanted the notoriety that comes from it. Yeah, Sam was the dog. Which is a typical... Sam was the dog. Which is, yeah, which is typical of um, the spree killer, which is more of what he was. Um, so spree killers are typically going to be like... They'll feel like a failure in their life, mm-hmm. and they're looking to like prove that they matter or like prove themselves. Um, so they seek out specific targets um, more often than mass murderers okay. who will go and like shoot up a concert, like that guy right. that shot up the CMT festival or whatever. Um, so they're going to be more pointed towards people who have made them feel like failures, like specifically. Uh, pretty girls, bullies, jocks, authority figures, whatever. Um, and but they'll also take out anyone who gets in the way. Like the you know what I mean? Yes. Whereas the mass murderer is more fueled by rage. Somebody who like snapped or went postal. You know what I mean? Ticking time bomb. These are all words that are frequently come up, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, words that therapists have said of me. <laughs> I thought you were going to point that one at me. And I was like, where are we going with this? I was um, like, hand stay on the edge of my seat. But they're typically in one location. Spree yeah. Killers um, is like a mobile mass murderer, but uh, over time as well. It can be more over time. Whereas a mass murderer is one event at one time. Right. So like a Spree Killer would be like the DC Sniper. Yes, exactly. Right. Another famous black guy. Wow. And his son that he had him in the trunk. Oh, no, I didn't know that. No, the son was the yeah. one who shot people from the trunk of the car. That's why they can uh, never find They switched women. off. They uh, switched back and forth. Um, so, we talked about the FBI's um, serial killer definition, right? The three murders in different locations with a cooling off period. But... That can incorporate, like, other people in that don't typically fit into the motivation behind it. Like, you know, um, what was the Unabomber? Ted Kaczynski. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He killed three, more than three people in different locations over a period of time. But it's not the same motivation. You know what I mean? It's not the up-close-and-personal that you think of when you typically think of a serial killer. So, the National Institutes of Justice has a better 
um, definition. Definition, okay. yeah, of two or more separate killings. Um, it's typically a solo operation um, with a psychological motive and physical evidence that reflects uh, sadistic sexual overtones. Oh, so they're adding the sexy So here's stuff. my question, though. Why? Why? This is gonna sound really, really fucked up. Can't wait. But why are the numbers so low? Like, for you to be considered a serial killer, the numbers three. For you to be for it could, for it to be considered a mass shooting is four people die. That seems like we're adding a slight hysteria on top of low numbers. I think it's about intent. I think if you do, I think if you do two, you're gonna. You know, what I mean, if you if you do one, you know, you may have some chance to like redeem yourself. You know, what I mean, you may it may have been an accident, whatever. Okay, you do, you know, that's, and I think that's why the Institute cut back to two from three. Okay. Um, because once you do that first one, if you do it again, you got to be Something's a fucked up. individual. Yeah. Well, you know so yeah, because I mean? like, once you do the first one and you realize, like, after a period of time, hey, I kind of got away with that. Yeah. And then, so, and then, like, you're talking about, so a mass murder is more than three. What if you have a home invasion, three dudes break into your house, and you shoot three dudes to death in your house? Is that a mass murder? No, it's four. The number's four. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying is, like, if, oh, so you're saying the number should be higher than that. He thinks a mass murder should be ten, or whatever you think. Uh, yeah, ten would be a better number. Um. Because I think we're, because I, 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 I I think it's about the one event and at one place. Okay. You know what I mean? How many people work in your office? That's a great point. Like, so, if somebody so came how many... How, okay, so four is fucking 30% of your office, right? Okay. That would literally be every single person at my office. If somebody came in and shot all of us that sit in that office every day, it would be four people. Mm-hmm. The whole so the whole office is that that feels like enough. I do see what you're saying, um, but I think the intention that's correct because if there were more than four people in that office, they would have shot them all. Mm-hmm. That's fair enough. And it's only because they're gun jammed or people ran away or fucking threw a brick at them or whatever that they didn't, you know, make it that far. I want to meet that guy who threw that brick. I mean, they're they're out there. There's a fucking kid, you know, all over Facebook, the fucking Parkland survivor with the fucking scars all up and down the side, all up and down the ribs and shit. That's not on my... I haven't seen that. No. Well, I mean, we can look it up. All right. So, uh, I found a few more uh, unsolved. Mm. Okay. The Cleveland Torso Murderer. Oh, yeah. Just really quick, I just love... A part of this that I love is the media naming these. these you know that BTK tried to name himself. What a loser! Dude, have you? Oh, dude, BTK is the ultimate loser. Not not our friend Dennis Crawford who leaves us <laughs> suggestions, questions. Thank you so much, Dennis. Yeah, um, and, and and shout out to your comment. He said. Uh, yeah, he is. So we called him Dennis Breeder on the thing. He said, <laughs> "What do you say? I am into light choking, so yeah. you're not wrong." <laughs> Shout yeah. outs to Dennis. Yeah, where's it at? There's yeah, right there. Yeah, I'm just add him. 
like I said, I'll add him to the list of many other people I know that bust when choked. <laughs> so yeah, the Cleveland or Torso murderer was, was, uh, was from 1935 to 1938. And he had up to 20 victims and he literally liked to cut every single piece of appendage off of your torso. Head, arms, penis, legs. Mm-hmm. So he was so did he killing men and did women. Did he leave the pieces everywhere? Did he like chop them up? Yeah, what was the dis- ritual? Did he display them? Headlines only. So no, it did, it, that? what what I was looking at did not give me that information. Okay. It just yeah, it gave it was like a fucking three little blurb. Bro- blurb. Yeah, perfect. Um, <laughs> headline XL. Uh, Don't worry, I got your back, dog. There. Oh, you. Uh, you want. You want. Yeah, I mean, go ahead. You can keep going. I'll, I'm gonna <laughs> research the, right quick. Freeway Phantom. Yeah, the Freeway Phantom was from 1971 to 72, and he would rape and strangle underage girls. Where? Uh, six victims. It was Highway. In Texas. What's the name of it? The Freeway Phantom. Freeway Phantom. I think that's a Texas one. That's a good name. There was the Long Island serial killer from 1996 to 2016. He killed up to 16 victims by strangulation. See, that feels like, this is a weird word, but impressive. Like, to have gotten away with it for that long. 1996, we all had the internet just about. We were at least AOLing. 1996 to 2016. The Long Island serial killer. Oh, that and that's through current. No, that's yeah. This when is did, this is yeah. This oh was, yeah, that's unsolved. But yes. I mean, when was the last body found? Twenty sixteen. There's one going on in that same area that I think is more that has more bodies recently. Unsolved. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't solved yet. Um, or it might be that same case. But I know I've seen stuff about. Recently, about uh, an unsolved serial murderer in. We in, talked about uh, Pedro already with his northeast large numbers. Um, there. Oh, so here's another one out uh, from another country. This one's out of Brazil, and he was dubbed the Rainbow Murderer what? from '07 to '08. Only and he would after take, the storms. No, because he uh, he he would frequent gay bars and wow. has killed 13 uh, gay men and shot them in the back of the head and all in the same place. He takes them all to Patteras Park. So is that considered? <clears throat> It does have to be in a different location. Wasn't that one of the rules? I mean, uh, I don't... I don't it, he probably murdered them in different locations. Okay. Though. Yeah, but he just... Yeah, it just... He I'll, picked them up from the same place? No, he would pick them up from different gay bars, but he would take them specifically to Patteras Park and kill them there. Oh. Well, a lot of them have, like, um... Like rituals and... Well, a favorite. place... A place that they go back to. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like... You know, oftentimes that's how they catch them is returning to the scene of the crime so they can fucking re-gush. You know what I'm saying? And by gush, I mean bust a nut. And so they repeatedly go back. And if you have fucking two and one, of course, you're going to fucking make an XL gush. Ew. Yeah. So bust, 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 bust. Yeah, and then there's ah! the... Uh... This one was over in... But the funny thing is, is that most of them, if they do bust in that way, only 
can manage to get a floppy when it, when they're with the normal woman. Oh, yeah, well... Is that why uh, you can only have sex when you're drunk? Uh, I would appreciate it if you wouldn't um, connect the, the direct connections in my character <laughs> with these serial killer traits. Um, so there was... On <laughs> air. <laughs> yeah, in public. Thanks. So there's another one, uh... The, this one was in British Columbia, um, and the Highway of Tears. Uh, Highway of Tears murders. Yeah, uh, these Calgary. Yeah, it's, it's he's good for eighteen to forty three. Oh, he's good for it, is he? He's, yeah, he's yeah. got a solid eighteen. A possible. <laughs> I want to yeah. say it's like um, typically indigenous women. Um, I believe so. So, a lot of times when you see. Like I've noticed, just in the in the few that you've talked about, um, they have these victims of what they call the lesser dead, which is typically um, like prostitutes, prostitutes, um, tip, prostitutes of color specifically, mm-hmm. um, gay men, mm-hmm. gay men of color, um, and like marginalized people, marginalized that people. don't have someone waiting up for them at home. Exactly, or or. Whose people that are waiting up for them aren't going to speak to the police. Or drug users who it's not strange for them to go missing for extended periods Mm -hmm. of time. So that's how you have these longer periods and, and, you know, it's about their preying on the weak, literally, and marginalized people. And well, the thing I saw about this one was um, in 2012, evidence linked uh, to one guy, but he was already dead and couldn't be charged. And that's for the tr- that's for the, for the highway, highway of, of tears. tears. Yeah. And when was the last one though? Was it was before 2012? There hasn't been another one on that highway no. since. Hmm. Not from the blurb. But not from the three three line headline. Way to take a note. Way to take a note. Okay. Yes. Um, so. So, Jamie, often, or, no, I, I thought I was gonna give you time to. Oh yeah, that's cool. Go ahead, run it. So, I who's think, your favorite serial killer? I was always really drawn to Richard Ramirez. I um bought a copy of Helter Skelter. And he is. He's the, the Night, Night Stalker, Stalker two. Not the Night Stalker Skelter one. Is I know, but I'm saying is that okay. I yeah. had yeah, Richard Ramirez the Night Stalker two. There's a there's a Night Stalker one. Uh, and Night Stalker two. I did not know that. That's one something I looked up today. Okay, well, thank you. I will find it for you, sir. Okay. I mean, um, do you, you don't have a rundown, just a headline. Not even three. No, no, three the, words. Um, three no, facts. Was, I, I didn't write that, that one down there. because I knew fucking Richard Ramirez. You would know about all that. I was trying to find shit you didn't know. Okay. Um, I had bought a copy of Helter Skelter at a thrift store for like fifty cents, and after that, like, was trying to read any serial killer thing that mm-hmm. I could. Um, and Richard Ramirez just always stuck out to me because I felt like what? No, I'm good. No, say you were just doing a weird thing with no. Your I was no. I was. T- I was. I told Singer the other day I'm working on not interrupting, so I bounced back to say something. Oh, so you fought like, the impulse. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Um, thanks for taking the note. We are actually, just so everyone knows, really working on taking notes. So go, all of us. Um, yeah, and something about Richard Ramirez, I, like, felt sorry for him. I felt sorrow. I felt like, um, his sexual deviance, 
was a big part of it and always wondered like if he had a better outlet would things have been different um i felt bad for him because he was taken down by his own peeps which uh felt hard um so yeah i always i felt sorrow for him and i also thought he was hot even though i knew he had bad teeth yeah, I mean his that jawline, his holy shit! Uncle, his uncle fucking murdered his wife in front of him. Yeah, who his uncle was like a Vietnam vet, mm-hmm. right? Went over there and brought back fucking Polaroids of him like raping Vietnamese women and like murdering people, and then, and then like his sisters. So then that guy went to fucking prison for murdering his wife, um, and then like. His sister's boyfriend or some shit was like a peeping Tom. Yeah, and And then so once he fucking... Yeah, once he got done hanging out with the fucking crazy-ass Vietnam vet, right? Then he fucking gets trained by the goddamn peeping Tom. And, yeah, absolutely, that was a perfect serial killer stew. Mm -hmm. And, like, I think he was physically abused as well. I think he had a very violent uh, father. Um... Yeah, a good stew. That's a mm-hmm. great way. Think about also just like the times. This was before all the DNA and before technology was the way that mm-hmm. it was. Um, yeah, I always felt like his sexual deviance played like a really big part. So this um, Trail of Tears um, has victims as as recent as December two thousand eighteen. So it's definitely not that dude that fucking. Oh, it does? Died in 2012, yeah. Okay. Uh, torso murderer, I couldn't find anything on the display of the of the victims. Alright, uh, so the Cleveland torso, torso murderer, also known as the Mad Birch of, of Kingsbury Run, was a Great Depression-era serial killer who terrorized Cleveland, Ohio between 1935 and 38. The killer beheaded and dismembered multiple male and female. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already said most of that. I'm going to stop you and not let you read this whole page of text. I mean, you Um, fucking wanted some answers. No, no, no. I mean, I looked up that stuff and I couldn't find it. So I don't think you're going to find it. I already took the time. I don't... You're good. Anyways. um, So, we have this breakdown of psychopath versus... You know, obviously it's like... There's a big term of the word or use of the word psycho mm-hmm. it's like very played out yeah but shorthand it, it, it's for so like much everything. so that it doesn't mean anything yeah. anymore yes but there's two designations that fall into this breakdown of psychopath versus psychotic um now more more often than not these guys are gonna be psychopaths like the the people that i'm talking about are the serial killers with the sexual deviancy tied in, right? These guys are more likely to be the psychopaths. Um, psychopath is like a, a general narcissist. You know what I mean? They have, they lack empathy. Um, a sociopath, essentially. They can pass a lie detector test because they don't have the same reactions. They don't have a general fear or like murder does not elicit a feeling of anxiousness in them Uh they are so calm and removed from any situation that they're able to just remain logical and rational in the most irrational situation like a ted bundy like a ted bundy like uh a dahmer 
you know, very charming, very witty, like witty. Um, they know right from wrong, and they know what they're doing is wrong, and that's why those are your most efficient serial killers. You know what I mean? Your Gacy's. They're enigmatic. People like them. You know what I mean? And they know that what they're doing is wrong, but they they can't stop their impulses. Their impulses have taken over. Now, then you have your psychotics, which are going to be more like your... Um, they don't even fall into the same type of thing, typically. I would put um, Ramirez under more of a psychotic. Okay. I think that he was more influenced by shit going on in his head where he just wasn't in touch with reality. I mean, obviously those traumatic things. Because he was not someone who was like holding down a job, being a member of society. Yes. He wasn't like fake taking classes. He was a complete impulse killer. Yeah. He was not methodical. He was right. sloppy. Sloppy. He, I'm pretty sure he grabbed his, um, he didn't like bring shit with him. You uh-huh. know what I mean? He improvised in his murders. He like used knives that he picked up there. Uh huh. And he was just he was just like breaking in the house, and whatever happens happens. Whether but everything I'm from robbery murder. to murder to rape, absolutely from a young person to an old just lady. getting off on the situation of like, you know, complete surprise for both people. Whatever you know, like getting off on the adrenaline of the situation rather than um, your psychopath who's going to get off on the power, the manipulation, how well they've laid out this the systematic and this snare that makes them feel powerful and smart. You know what I mean? Do you want to tell us about the fire original night stock? Yeah. So this is the one uh, that I was coming back to earlier. So this is one of the ones it uh, says the original night stalker, although Richard Ramirez made a name for himself as a Night Stalker. The nickname was originally given to the original Night Stalker, a killer who murdered and raped at least 13 people from 1976 to 1986. Over 50 victims were raped by the same killer. Nobody was ever... I think that's actually the Golden State Killer, the Irons, which is the East Area Rapist um, and Golden State Killer, which they caught through 23andMe. Let me look that up. 23andMe, I have one of those. Or not... I think it was one of those similar... Like a genealogy? Yes. Um, and so... Remember that's what I was trying to talk about the other day when the dude was at your house? No, I don't remember that. When he said he got his done? Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, what was the guy that got caught because of the DNA testing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Golden State Killer, Eurons. The East Area Rapist. Yeah, so that... Yeah, that's exactly what that is. Um... And so they Sorry. just they Sorry. just recently caught him through that um, DNA testing service. They found somebody very close to him like and his, his family. Now it was like a nephew or whatever. When you have, it's more likely to show in the mail to mail link, right? Um, somebody related to him took this test. They ran for some reason. They were running those. Against each other. Now, I know that it wasn't 23andMe in Ancestry or or Ancestry because they came out after that and were like, no, we don't put your shit in databases, right? Okay. Which 
probably a lie. Yeah. yeah Either honestly. way, NSA's balls deep in that shit, right? So they basically drew out a family tree of this guy, figured out who in it would fit the time frame, and then arrested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they they like basically pulled some of his trash or something, I think, and fucking matched his DNA directly, and then arrested him from there. But former police officer, um, I'm pretty sure. Um, So I mean, he knew he knew what he was doing. Are you allowed to search people's trash? Yes. Once they put it out into the street. Thank you. I think. Yes. I believe that's the case. Yeah, once it's out in, like, so, like, right now, there's trash, my trash can's on the side of my house. No. But if I put the trash out to the street, it becomes, because, like, basically, once then the sidewalk starts, that's public domain. Mm-hmm. So, from the, if, once it goes past the sidewalk, they can go through and do whatever they want. Okay, great. Just want to just Yep. Would hate for there to be some sort of a loophole. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, he's done. He's sentenced. He's yeah. All right, so we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll be back to knock the rest of this out. Stir that rice bowl. (laughs) That rice is burnt. Okay, I press the button. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This is uh, we're back, Mm -hmm. and it's just uh, Jamie. Jamie's managing. I press the button. Yep, and I'm sitting in Stacy's seat. That? You're sitting. Oh, you are I sitting am in sitting seat. in Stacy's seat, and I pressed the button. Mm. John, tell the tell the folks why. why. I mean, I I feel like you have to listen to prior episodes, but there, at one point there was a a talk of, you know, somebody if they were to sell their death, you know, like who would who would sell it. And who would buy it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And and who would, you know, t- take care of who? You know, what yeah. I mean, in their time of need. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, things things things, things happen. happen. Things, yep. things happen. Um, but that food, those you said that you know we talked about there was going to be a cookout and quote, you know you quote, didn't cookout. yeah yeah but so. You know, we're working on those tasty smells now. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, it's gonna be real nice. I've always wanted that meat in my mouth. And now, <laughs> now you're finally gonna I'm get finally it. Finally gonna get Man, it. What were we talking Just about? Just the way I want. We were talking about this the other day. How did that come up? Um, oh, was it our cult episode? I was or, here no, for that. No, 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 no. The last episode. Remember, we talked about the questions. Yeah, questions. Remember? If we had to eat someone. That's what it was. That's how we yes. ended up. You ate Stacy's dick on the last episode. Yes. Now you're gonna actually, Get to yeah, yeah. Do we're it. getting down to it. All of that to say, full circle. We're coming wow. full circle. We really. We're predicting our own future. This is chaos magic. Is that what's that? Chaos magic. Yeah. Chaos magic is real magic. The most literal interpretation of actual magic. So it's manifesting ideas and thoughts. The The idea of putting energy into thoughts 
and and pushing that out into the universe so like and that pe- manifesting itself. So like when people have a goal, like uh, if they want to get into like a certain school and then they change all their passwords to that school. Yeah, or like when what's it was a Jim Carrey wrote himself a million dollar check and uh-huh. like kept it in his wallet and yeah. then or like if you make a dream board, those are all subtle ways that people come up with of doing chaos magic. Now, if you get into the more deep versions of it, they go into things like sigils, where which is where you create, you take the letters of the word of the thing that you want, and you make that into a design, essentially called a sigil, and you draw that design over and over, and you uh-huh. create that. You put that out there. I, Often the most, I'm gonna... the best way to infuse those energies are either through blood or semen. Oh. And so people will, like, you know, jack off on these sigils, essentially. Okay, I was... To infuse them with okay energy. I was with you until you got to the jerking off part. Mm-hmm. Um, I equated it to, like, being in sixth grade and, like, writing, like, Jamie Morales, like, the last name of the boy that I liked, like, 10,000 uh-huh. times. If I could have gotten him to jerk off and infuse... No, oh. you had to jerk off oh. on that drawing. Oh. You had to gush your your gush. I had to squirt my squitter. Squirter. Yeah, you had to let. You had to. I choose you, Squirtle. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. So if I would have done that. I would have been Mrs. Jamie Morales. Now I could have been. Yeah, yeah. And I think if you burn it, it adds like an extra note. On top of that. Yeah. Put it... Because then it goes into the air. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As you can tell, it's just us. No Stacey. Yeah. So like I said, we're manifesting our reality. So anyways, Morales, you know, fucking hit us up, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Jamie's out here. He's the love of my life for many years. Yeah. Have you face-stalked him? Yes. And he is gorgeous. Oh, see? He's out there listening. I would... Are you friends? No. I would never. But my sister turned with him and like a bunch of like... Other people were, but I can't do it. He's too beautiful to dare request on Facebook. Mm. You'll see him around. I'm going to pull up a picture. Like when you say, you know, the universe provides, that's like chaos magic thinking. Like essentially is is along the same lines. You put your intention out into the universe and the universe... You know, acknowledges and repeats that intention. Mm-hmm. Echoes. Put it out. Back I, I say it also like with Savannah Stage Company stuff. Like you get out what you put in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, absolutely. Here's a bunch of pictures with him in it. And so it's kids. just really wholeheartedly believing in that. He's. Okay. Anyway, so we're looking up my victim number two. Wait, which one is him? Okay, because those are two very different looking individuals. This guy. That guy looks like a fucking douchebag. Yeah, I think I'm he not is. Gonna lie and to let you. me tell you something, he was back then too. Yeah, yeah, of course he is. Oh, this is what we're talking about. Love him, you hate him. Yeah. Oh, he was yeah, not yeah. nice to I me. I can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he also had a brother, also not nice to me. Yeah. I could, I could assume that. Yeah. <laughs> but. So, anyways, victim two and three. <laughs> you better watch out. Watch boys. out. Um, now that you were listening, since we addressed you. Uh, <laughs> you're going to murder you. We're going to murder you. Anyways, uh, bring on the hate. That mail. guy better not die, or else you're toast. 
Just saying. Just saying. We put our intention out there. Uh, we are D- here else. talking <laughs> about serial killers without Stacy, which is fine because this is like a yeah, we John jerk off fest anyway. A John jerk off fest? Wow. You're really. Now you're the one comparing me to a serial killer. <laughs> not, I don't this make sigils. I know about sigils. I have not made that step. Thank you for all kind of refraining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so you, as I said jokingly, uh, John Jerkoff S on the serial killers. Um, but what are why is it a John Jerkoff S? What is it about this that uh, is so attractive to you? <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it's like the I I think it's like one of the most fucked up things you can do. And obviously like when when I say serial killer, I'm talking about this specific sexually deviant psychopath manipulative. So we're talking your your Ted Bundys, your fucking Dahmers, your Gacy's, um you know, all your heavy hitters, Ridgeway, Kemper, BTK, all these guys who are sexually impotent, you know, um, feel like failures. I mean, BTK had kids, so I guess he wasn't completely impotent, but, like, Some he fucking them. involuntarily busted when he, like, hung a child. Literally, like, fucking just gooshed himself. No hands, like, wasn't no doing friction. It just fucking blood out. How do you fucking do that unless you're, like, fucked in the head? You know what I mean? Like, most people's... Most people's, you know, reaction to that is the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People and can't it's hard imagine to believe, doing that. It's hard to believe that there's not some part of that that's hardwired. You know what I mean? Like a nature versus nurture kind of thing? Like, yeah, yeah. I think that it's definitely like a hard combination of both. Like, yeah. I think that there has to be... Because there's a lot of gray areas. There's a lot of people that, you know, are fucking barroom brawlers because they were abused their whole lives. Right. You know what I mean? And punch a guy to death and fucking give up that life. You know what I mean? Like, fucking kill a guy in a random barroom fight and then they... You know, realize that that's not the answer. Or or whatever. You know what I mean? Or the same way there's probably people who could become serial killers, but have loving families and aren't abused or whatever. So, like, whatever. the nature was there, but the nurture overcompensated. Um, and maybe it manifests in other little ways here or yeah, there. Yeah, and that's what I was talking about. Like, the perfect stew yeah. of, like, of nature the- and nurture fucked up. Mm-hmm. Both at the same time. You know what I mean? Um, Dahmer's parents, like, not only was his mother, like, mentally ill and, like, despondent and not there, she would, like, lay in bed for, like, weeks at a time, essentially, in the dark. She had, like, horrible depression or... I think it was even farther than that. Mm-hmm. And then his dad was, like, a scientist who was just, like, completely emotionally removed you know what i mean so he's inheriting those genes uh-huh and then also being raised by those people on top of it just magnifies it even further Stew. 
Yeah. Serial killers too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I don't know how we got to that from my explaining why I loved. Yeah. Well, that, I think. Or like what got me into it. Uh, but like I said, it's the most like heinous out there thing And there's to something do. interesting about that. How, how you yeah. get there. Yeah. How you get there. Um, and so, I mean, I think the first, my first real interest in it, I, um, I guess it goes back farther. I had this weird fascination, um, with like guns. Like I wanted my dad to like take me hunting and shit. Mm -hmm. And my dad doesn't, my dad is like very empathetic towards animals and like doesn't like to hunt. He like doesn't think that that's cool at all he feels like it's like you know painful to animals and like hurts animals and so he doesn't want to do it and i had this like urge to do it as a child i don't know why i felt like it was like manly yeah growing up in iowa i was gonna say like regionally everybody does like all the kids around me were going hunting he's from the city that's not what they did so um but i had like guns i i had like pictures of guns like, and it's weird that, like, I went such a, I made, like, um, like a collage of, like, army guys and, like, guns and knives and shit. And my mom, like, stuff. took it away. Yeah. My mom, like, fucking took it away and threw it away. Um, Your vision board. And then after that, I read this book called Marine Sniper. Oh, gosh. Which is a true story of, like, uh, high confirmed count so I was super into reading we talked about books and writing and my stuff with that so this book I found it way too young and it was like graphic it was talking about like I know there's there's one scene in it where they fucking cut this dude's balls off and f- the 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 Vietnamese cut this dude's balls off and he's like running through the village just fucking bleeding out and it talks about there was like horrible torture during the vietnam war it talks about in graphic detail all of that shit like he's how old is he when you got it i hold of this eight to twelve yeah way too eight to twelve my mom found that book took it from me right i'm glad she was doing her job yeah yeah eventually so I just I just kind of made those connections back to this is the first time that I remember like looking into serial killers. I found this book called The Iceman. Do you know do you know I about know. The Iceman? Tell okay, us. so Iceman The Iceman, Richard Kuklinski, um probably has like the highest confirmed body count in American history, but is technically not a serial killer. What makes him not a serial killer? Because he was a mob hitman. And so he was like one of the most, he's like the most efficient mob hitman. So because it was work related. Because it was, it was not sexual. And he wasn't doing it of his own free will. He was doing it to satisfy the boss. Exactly. It wasn't crime for the sense just to do crime. It was crime for... Um, a reason. So he got a convicted of six people, um, but he literally killed hundreds. Um, 
The Iceman, that sounds like a really good mob name. I like Well, that. the reason that they called him the Iceman is because he would fucking kill people and put them in a freezer and then put them out on the street months later so that nobody could determine when they died. He was trying to figure out, this dude, they were trying to get an insurance claim on him. And so they needed him to show up. They needed him to go missing and then show up dead months later. Okay. And so they were trying to figure out how to do that, how to preserve the body so that it looked like he died six months after when he actually died. Okay. And so this dude literally bought an industrial-sized freezer and fucking was freezing these people, did this multiple times, and the way he got caught was because the bot, he didn't leave it long enough and it didn't thaw out all the way before the cops found it. Oh, so this is a defrost issue. Got him. But dude is insane. He's like 6'5", it's like 300 pounds. His first murder, he was like 13 or 14, mm-hmm. right? He's raised by a prostitute who, like, leaves a fucking, like, I can't remember if it was, like, a pack of saltines or, like, a fucking quarter of a loaf of bread at the front door for him. Like, if she has a client. Okay. So that he knows not to come in. He had bullies and shit. And he, like, beat one of his bullies to death with a fucking pool stick or a fucking uh, piece of wood. Like, at, like, 13 or 14, right? Um, And then goes on to just do... He shot a guy with a fucking crossbow just to see what happened. He fucking... What year is this? uh, This is, like... Probably the fucking 60s through the 80s. I mean, so he did his first murder when he was... uh, So we're talking like 48 to 86. 100 to 250 men. Wow. Um, He figured out the, 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 the peephole on a fucking door goes black when the person looks through it. He fucking stood there with his gun in front of it, rang the doorbell, waited till the fucking peephole turned black, shot through the peephole, and fucking shot the guy through the head. Because the guy wouldn't answer the door. The guy, like, would never answer the door because he knew people were after him. So once he knew he was looking through the peephole, he just fucking shot right through the peephole, shot him through the head. So just like high efficiency, took it like an art, like the science yes. of it. Literally <clears throat> the art of being a hitman. He fucking would take, um, was it arsenic? It was It was arsenic or something like that and figured out how to like mobilize it to where he would like, fucking spray it in people's faces or like blow a little bit of dust he would go into clubs and like stick people with needles and they would fucking fall on the floor and die or like blow powder in your face and you would fucking die like so because he's doing these out he's experimenting you know Mm -hmm. I mean he's like an art and that's what an artist is is solving the problems of their art and if his art this sounds so weird uh, if his line of work, if his art is m- killing people as efficiently and precisely 
um, and as untraceably as possible. Yeah, it is. It's experimenting. Yeah, but and but then not he a serial also killer. had to do yeah because see, this is the thing. He only made it as um. Now he killed people out of anger. He killed a lot of people out of anger. He has a very he will kill you if you fucking flip him off. If you disrespect him, he will fucking kill you. Yeah. Short fuse, but he'll find the right time. He's patient. He has the patience of a fucking insane person. Right? Like that kind of dedication. We'll wait for weeks just ruminating on that and cold calculated, like the most cold calculated person. And where is he now? Uh, I think he died. I think he died in prison. But there are there's numerous um, interviews. There's like a, a a multi like a mini series like a mini series of HBO interviews with him in prison. Um, let's see here. Yeah, he died in six two thousand six. Born in thirty five, died in two thousand six. Okay. It's a pretty long life for someone whose job is killing people. Yeah. 6'5", 270 pounds. <clears throat> and they said that he moved silently. He, like, despite being 6'5", and 270 pounds, he was, like, silent. He was nimble. Like... Maybe he had some of that peeping Tom training, like, Richard Ramirez. I don't know, man. He was just fucking crazy insane. Do you think that that like doing that made him like if he didn't start out as like a psychopath or psychotic like does that behavior create something in him? What do you mean? Like um, like did he develop some sort of psychological I don't from like from having to do that? Or did, do you think it was just part oh, of the job? Oh, um, I think he, I think he enjoyed it. I think he, like, liked the idea that he was, like, so tough that he could just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To where that was, like, his thing. Like, yeah, I fucking murder people yeah. all the time, and I don't give a fuck, and I'll fucking murder you too. I fucking run every situation that I am in all the time. You know what I mean? He's essentially like a the god. Man. Yeah. He's a he's the, even the bosses god. need him. Yeah. The bosses aren't the bosses with the bosses him. were scared of him. Like literally, because he had no alliance. He worked for every family because oh, he was he was a free agent. Yes, because he's Kuklinski. He's Polish or whatever, so he couldn't be a made man. And. Of course, he's the most efficient. He is the guy. He's known across the city. Take any contract. If you want your man dead and you want it done right, you fucking go to the Iceman. Wow. I like that. I like that he wasn't affiliated with With any family. He was like a free agent, able to... Mm -hmm. That just, to me, makes him scarier. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody needs him. And I mean... But, yeah, like I was saying, he doesn't take it farther than he has to. He did torture people when that's what they requested. Cut off tongues and stuck them up people's asses and shit. You know what I mean? Like, or or whatever. But 
he wasn't like doing it. You know what I mean? If he could do it fast and quick with arsenic and fucking blow it in your face and you fall down dead and nobody finds out, that's, that's just, what he's going for. So he wasn't uh, doing sort of those other things, those ritualistic things. No, he's that. a power guy. Power. But he's also money. Because he he's, makes money. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's it's money influenced. Because he doesn't... He, But, I mean, he... So he kills people out of anger. But I... So I think that... Killing people out of anger... I think he got comfortable with that because he killed for money. But I don't think he would have killed for money had he not accidentally killed that kid when he was, you know, 14 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't. He didn't initially mean to do that first murder. Sure, he was just... He was trying to beat the shit out of that bully. Yeah. And the kid died. So. Okay. What was his name again? Richard Kuklinski. The Iceman. The Iceman. Um, okay, cool. All right. I like that perspective. I found that book when I was like 13 or so. I was in like middle school. I rented it from the public library. As you should have. Yeah, as I should have. And um, yeah, I read that and then ever since had serial killer fever. Who's your fave? I know it's hard to like to do sit down. Who really speaks to you? I mean, Kuklinski, even though he's not, because he's the man. Like he's the fucking man. He's your army guys. Cut out collage. Like he is the ultimate killer. He. He is the best at doing it. If you had to go, and, somebody... and he doesn't have, to, and I'm not, and I don't have to be like a shit. You know what I mean? Because he's not like a kid raper, right? Like a lot uh-huh. of them are, or like you know, what you're I mean? not ashamed of loving him. I got you. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be <laughs> out. A weird way to put that. Yeah, he's not like morally, like morally insane and corrupt. Like he didn't kill women and children. I think. <laughs> I mean, if he... No way to know now. He definitely took out a family if he was told to take out yeah. a family. But that's not... But there wasn't the a pleasure in killing in the same way. There wasn't... He wasn't gushing over He's it. not gushing. Yeah. He's gushing over getting paid and being yeah. feared. Mm-hmm. But he's not gushing over the slices and the dice. And he he's had not... a family. He had a family with kids and mm-hmm. they just knew not to... Don't not ask to, daddy yeah, what he does. Don't ask dad what he does. He had like three or four kids, um, and they fuck and he balled out. Oh, they I'm had sure. Fucking, you know, they're living that mob life. I love it. There's nobody asking nothing. That could be a cool episode. What's that? Talking about mob families. I don't know too much about it. Do you? Well, we don't have to do the episode right now. But no, I'm just saying. I think general. we could learn about it. Yeah, I did. I so I did. I was into. Um, I get. Yeah. I was into that a little bit. Okay. Um, not as I'm more into the serial killers, mm-hmm. but there for a while in that same time period, I was looking up a lot of mobsters. As yeah. Well, so I know a little bit of that. I've always been fascinated with it, just like regionally where I grew up, and uh-huh. um, I think that was like a. I think I went into the mob after finding out about sure, Kuklinski. That seems like a natural. I think transition. I. I think I found out about Kuklinski, went to the mob, and then went to. My interest in serial killers okay. from there, actually. Same because serial killers years. become, like, more and more, like, socially oh, out there. Absolutely. Obviously, 
The Ted oh, Bundy stuff. Yeah, there's so much. I uh, mean, when you have Zach Efron from high, main, you know, from High School Musical playing in a mo- big picture, uh, picture, I sound like an old lady. Motion picture. Motion I picture. Heard you go for the mo- and I was like, mo- just. Mo- motion picture. Um, yeah, it is becoming more mainstream, more acceptable. People were like, oh my gosh, she's so hot. Ooh. Dude, last podcast on the left, which is, shout outs, my favorite podcast. If you're not already listening and you're listening to this shit ass podcast, like, go listen to a real podcast. Last podcast on the left um, does all kinds of true crime shit. And they are like the, they're in like the top five. They were number one for a while. Uh, I think Joe Rogan's up there pretty high. Um, there's a couple of other ones, but I know they're like way up there. Um, more and so it's the the paranormal and uh-huh. the serial killers, the horror uh-huh. genre. It, it's all kind of you know Fantasies. along with the nerd stuff, yeah. the fantasy stuff. The it's zombies. all coming to the forefront. It's all becoming cool. Yeah, yeah, because they can commercialize it now. Yeah, so look out. Watch out, world. Hey. Serial killers, mobsters, and zombies coming oh for you. Don't don't oh let them. My <laughs> all my all my little middle school goths. Just an update don't here. Don't let them buy you out. Um, there are no delicious smells going on from our cookout. Yeah, because nobody's gonna cook the dead guy while we're both here talking about it. It's true. So, I guess, guess we gotta get, get the grill going because the dead guys, Anyways. we're not the ice man. We did not put him on ice. <laughs> yeah. So we have got we're a health and safety on issue. That motherfucking burn or yeah, yeah. I'm going for like a Korean barbecue. What do you think? Um, like I'm gonna go more like Mexican. Dude, that's fucking hefty. You're going Mexican. Yeah, I want to like do a pull apart, like a taco, taco salad. Okay, you going for like a, a butt brisket? You going for like? I think a, that could be great. They're very okay. tasty. Yeah. I don't know. We're gonna be cooking that motherfucker for a while. Yeah. So come on by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you know Stacy, you know where the fuck is at. Uh, and um, you know, yeah. say one, say give your respects. We're breaking yeah. bread and we're breaking black men. It's <laughs> my favorite thing to do. <laughs> Thanks um, for joining us. Thank um, you, and please comment if you preferred it without Stacy. Yeah, if we're not, um, you know, in jail for murder next week, you know, we'll be here to record another episode. We'll find another guest. Yeah. Bye. Thank you. Anyways, see ya.